Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The sermon text for today's meditation comes from two verses in our gospel reading, Luke chapter 21, verse 27. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And then verse 36. But stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Dear friends in Christ Jesus, today's text makes me think of a seesaw. You don't really see those anymore in playgrounds, but I'm sure you may have remembered them. This long plank of wood that's balanced on either side. You have one kid on each end, and they're kicking opposite each other to keep the ride going. Today's text is a little bit like a seesaw because we have two contrasting points that Jesus is making. On the one hand, he says that when you see certain signs in the heavens, then you will know that the kingdom of the Lord is near. On the other hand, he says, stay awake at all times, regardless of what's going on, is understood. So this seems a little bit like a paradox. We're supposed to watch for certain signs, but we're also supposed to stay awake and alert for the Lord's coming always, no matter what we see. Well, if this is a paradox, that's okay, because Lutherans are quite comfortable with paradoxes, and we can be as well with this text, though we may be a little confused by it. After all, this is a text talking about Judgment Day and the end of the world, and last time I checked, we were in Advent. There's this giant Christmas tree down you know, by the, the shops in San Clemente. Are we kind of trying to bah humbug this whole Christmas spirit thing? No. In fact, the Christian church has historically always looked forward to the first and second coming of Christ during the season of Advent. That is, we've always looked forward to his nativity and his coming for the final judgment. Hence today's text. And this text is a seesaw for us Christians. It's a balance for us Christians as we await our Lord's return. And it's a, this balance in two different ways. The first push from this text is this idea of stay awake at all times. These words of Jesus effectively stomp all over any human attempt to figure out exactly when Jesus is going to come back. After all, when, when you know something important is going to happen in the future, the curious cat inside of you wants to know, when will this be? When is Jesus going to return? Will it be sooner, later, today, tomorrow, a year from now, a thousand years from now? When exactly? And it's not necessarily wrong to want Jesus to return. After all, the second petition of the Lord's Prayer is, Come or thy kingdom come. We pray that every time we pray the Lord's Prayer. The end of the book of Revelation includes these words, Amen, come Lord Jesus. Or in the, the King James Version, the more classic, even so, Lord, quickly come. It is fine to long for the return of Jesus. But it is another thing to 
pridefully and vainly inquire into the hidden things of God. God has set limits on Christian knowledge and what we can know and not know. And this is the case with the end of the world too. There is a day that is set. God the Father does have it in mind. If he had a planet, it would be clearly marked. But he hasn't told anyone, not even his own son, Jesus, according to Mark 13, 36. So for any of you parents who ever have your children upset at you for not telling them everything, maybe you have to keep some secrets about you know, upcoming events or holidays or presents or whatnot, just tell them that even Jesus' dad didn't tell him everything. And hopefully they'll be satisfied with that. But we should always be on guard against this temptation to look into the hidden things of God. We should be wary of Christian leaders who presume to do so. Harold Camping, the director of Family Radio, misled thousands of people back in 2011 with the false prediction of the end of the world of May 21st. People were selling their possessions. They were dedicating their whole lives to this false teaching. And many people's faith was hurt severely when May 22nd came around. So that Jesus' warning is to beware of false teachers like that. And there's pretty strong warnings against false teachers themselves. Apparently a millstone around the neck and a one-way trip to the bottom of the sea is a pleasant alternative to the wrath of God that awaits those who cause others to fall into sin, especially little ones and children. So that is Jesus' warning for, against false teachers, but it is his warning for us today as well. Stay awake, regardless of the seasons, regardless of the signs. Always be ready for our Lord to return. After all, what would your sinful flesh be tempted to do if, say, you got, somehow you found out, oh, May 21st, 2021, that's the day. Well, you might be tempted to live like a raging hedonist all the way through May 20th, as long as you got your ducks in a row by May 21st. You would be tempted to ignore Jesus' warning to be alert and ready at all times. You might think, ah, I don't have to worry about that right now. In fact, there are lots of people who have that approach to God and faith. That's something I don't need to worry about right now. That's for the future sometime. You know, sometimes I think our culture has this vague understanding of what the end of the world will be like. You know, it's, it's this distant, hazy thing. We'll be, it'll, we'll be able to easily recognize it before it gets here. And that is totally different from Jesus' image of Judgment Day, which is more like a bear trap in tall grass. Once you step on it, you're stuck. And so, Christians, this is our warning that we should always be alert and ready for the return of our Lord. That is one push of this seesaw of a text. But there is another push as well. And this is for those who are watching for the Lord's return, who long for it, and maybe who are a little tired from waiting for it. And this could be, you know, the, the sleep-deprived mom feeding the baby in the middle of the night. This could be the uh, couple, the married couple, going into a difficult season of marriage. This could be a parent trying to deal with an adult wayward 
child. Wherever, wherever you fit in this category, whether here in this room or joining us virtually this morning, many Christians are weary with waiting for the Lord. And some of you may be worried that he won't show up. After all, it's been a while. If this is how you feel, then you know exactly how the disciples felt the day that Jesus was crucified, died, and was buried. You know how the apostles felt in Acts chapter 1 when Jesus ascended into heaven and a cloud obscured him from their sight. You know how all of creation has felt, according to Romans 8.22, groaning together in labor pains waiting for the Lord's return. You know exactly how it feels to long for the redemption of your bodies. And for you, Jesus has these, these words of comfort. Look to the signs of his return. Just as if you're on a long road trip, you know, back when people went on long road trips, right? You would you'd be on the road for a while, and then you would see a sign with your destination city there, and you'd know you were getting somewhere. So also, you can look outside and see all of the signs that Jesus is talking about. You can see the nation's in perplexity. You can see people plagued with fear and foreboding. You know, elsewhere, he talks about wars and rumors of wars. All of those signs are out there. And notice the immediacy of the, of the way he states it in verse 27. That, and then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with great power and great glory. Jesus describes himself coming hard on the heels of signs exactly like the ones we see in the world today. What Jesus means is your redemption is drawing near. Have hope. Be comforted. Those disciples mourned for two days before Jesus opened the tomb and with it the way to everlasting life. The apostles waited 10 days after Jesus ascended into heaven before the Holy Spirit ascended in tongues of fire to his church, giving the apostles the preaching of the gospel and signs and wonders to validate their testimony and establish the early church. And that Holy Spirit is still active here today. By the gift of that spirit, we have the apostles' teaching, the word of God, the Bible, handed down through generations. And you have that good news before you today that Jesus' death and resurrection are for you, that you are cleansed of all of your sins. You are forgiven. And if Jesus were to appear today and you were to stand before his judgment seat, you would stand free from guilt. You would be completely blameless. And more than that, the church has given pastors people to preach the good news of the word of God to you, people who encourage you and exhort you, even when it seems like that day of the Lord will never dawn. You know, more than wonders and signs, you have word and sacrament. You have, you have holy baptism. You have seen many times the Holy Spirit enter into children or maybe yourself as an adult, giving you faith in Jesus we have the Lord's Supper, the very body and blood of our Savior come down, hidden in with and under the bread and the wine for us to eat and to drink. 
what a wonderful gift that these things are for us. You also have this assurance from the prophet Malachi. Malachi, you know, these Old Testament prophets, they don't really mince their words very much. And he has some, some extra heat, if you will, to add to Jesus' uh, words here. He says that the day of the Lord will dawn like an oven for the proud, for the evildoers, and that they will be consumed as stubble. He, the, Malachi says that they will be left neither root nor branch. But for those of you who believe in the Lord, who trust in Jesus, that day will dawn with healing in its wings. What a beautiful phrase. You will be healed on that day, on that day of all the curses of sin, death, pain, and sorrow. That is indeed a healing worth waiting for. Consider the shepherds on that hill the night Jesus was born. It was just another night, you know, just another night shift. And then it came upon a midnight clear, and this heavenly army filled the sky with the news of the Messiah's birth. Their waiting was not in vain. Think of the Virgin Mary after the angel Gabriel told her that she would bear a child, the Son of God. I mean, talk about labor pains. Now she's waiting not just the normal nine months, but she's waiting for the birth of the Messiah. And then, in the middle of a family trip to Bethlehem, having a few reservations canceled and slumming it in the first century equivalent of a parking garage, the babe of Bethlehem was born. King of kings, Lord of lords, Mary's waiting was not in vain. Think of Simeon and Anna going to church all those years before Jesus appeared. Think of Mary Magdalene. Think of the disciples of Peter and Andrew, James and John. Think of all the saints of the Old Testament, Adam and Eve, Noah, Abraham, Moses, David, all the prophets, Israel in exile, waiting for the birth of the Messiah. Their waiting was not in vain. Dear friends in Christ Jesus, the one holy Christian church has always waited on our Lord's good timing, and he has never let them down, nor will he let you down today. And so we see that there is a bit of a seesaw, a bit of a balance to Jesus' words today. Lutherans do not mind a paradox. On the one hand, Jesus says that we should always be alert for his coming, regardless of what's going on. Thus saith the Lord, stay awake. But on the other hand, Christians today, if you are weary with waiting, look to the signs and know that the Son of Man will return. The day of your redemption is drawing near. And when that day dawns, you will be healed, you will be resurrected, you will stand before the Lord forgiven and whole and loved. And you will be in your Lord's presence much longer than the time you spent waiting for him. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding watch and guard your hearts in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.